I'm back. You know, it's been a while. Voices Little Horse is still here anyway. I mean, it's kind of horse a little bit, but still raw thoughts. Been yelling at some some doing some coaching. With that being said, I got Hollywood Ray right here, and we got a lot to talk about. Mid-season. Trades went on the NBA. We got a Super Bowl to talk about and some other raw thoughts. NFL-wise, the NBA. Let's go. Hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. And you already know. Here we go. Here we go. Check out my guy. We got Hollywood Ray in the building. Ray, you already know. Tell him what it do, baby. Hey, so what's good? My my NC Charlotte, North Carolina. Or not, I know it ain't Charlotte, but a two five two was good. AKA Championship City. I got I got to be respectful. AKA Championship City uh, was good. Well, I'm coming for the six one seven. I know a little bit about championships myself. So from one championship to another, you know what's going on. Um, yes, the host of that's my sports. Uh, co-host of Missing the Point. So um, both shows are on all major streaming platforms. So as always, it is always a pleasure to be on here. Uh, especially what we're going to talk about today. We're getting into some basketball, getting into some, you know, Super Bowl talk. So, yeah, I'm ready to spread over our thoughts, baby. Let's get it. What's up, Monica? That being said, but that being said, <laughs> man, shout out to Essential Collections by Monica Rick. So, website is www.essentialcollections.square.site. Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and you get a 15% discount. And, by the way, lovers and friends out there, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day is just around the corner. It's just a special package for any one of you. So with that being said, check out the website. You know what to do. Use the promo code Raw Mind. She might throw something a little extra, you know, for you naughty folks out there. Raw thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that being said, before we start, man, um, let's uh, let's let's talk about you know, because it's been a while, and I don't think you was here the last time we discussed it. We gonna start the NFL for a quick second. We gonna get back to it. Um. Your boy retired. Yeah. How do you feel about this? What you think? Um, I mean, he he walks away as the greatest ever, in my opinion. I know those will say this from that field, like Joe Montana is. You got some that will say, uh, you know, Dan Marino, so on and so forth, right? Everyone has their personal goat. Right. Um, but just for what I saw for 20 years, well, 22 years, but 20 years in New England, uh, to win six championships there, to be in 10 Super Bowls. Um, or nice little bowls, excuse me, nice little bowls. Um, in New England, like the dude just time after time gave memory after memory after memory, and he's the greatest competitor I've ever seen. Um, if someone if someone wants to say Jerry Rice is the best player of all time, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, argue that. If you want to argue, that's fine. Uh, but he's the best I've seen, and I'm thankful for the 20 years. I'm thankful for all the memories that he gave. Um. And I'm excited to see what he does in the booth, you know, whenever he starts doing that. Cause I think that he'll have a lot of insight that most don't, obviously. 
Um, but you know, he's gonna have to bring it, obviously. But just as a player, as a competitor, once again, my favorite player of all time. Um, I, I never, I it was never a win was never in doubt. I mean, granted, obviously they lost games, but I was never like, oh my god, I'm not sure if they'll win this. Like, I just it was just always it was a supreme confidence every time that if twelve was on the field, somehow, some way. Or in the words of Big Daddy Kane, I get the job done. I work, baby. Cause that, that that's all that's all he did. That's all he did. So to me, he's the GOAT. And uh, once again, congrats on the job well done. It sucks that the stuff happened off the field, but far as far as what happened on the field, he's the best I've ever seen. Man, hands down, man. But whether we like it or not, whether the fans like it, whether the world likes it or not, Tom Brady has seven championships. I think he went to 10. He might have lost three. I know he <laughs> lost one to the Eagles and he lost two to the Giants. Yep. We're not going to see anything like that unless Patrick Mahomes on his way. I mean, he could win another one. He I could mean, be that's, coming that's what people are saying. They think that Pat Mahomes has already surpassed. So mm-hmm. I'm very, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, once again, I'm going by what I, I we agree. I'm we're, we're, we're here. I'm just saying I'm going by what these these other pundits as ourselves have been saying. People that are on national pundit, local, whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> they believe for whatever reason that he's already passed. Yeah, I can see if you think that you, you feel that he's past Aaron Rodgers or you know some other guys on the level, but to say that he's already above Brady and that he doesn't have to win as many and da da da. And I'm like, well, that's the case. Y'all just with LeBron. Y'all just with LeBron. Y'all say he's got to win six. So how can y'all say Mahomes is already that guy and he's the best ever? When I mean, and I, and I get it, he's only been in the league for six years, five, six years, but I'm just like, let let his let his let his legacy continue to uh, to continue to grow. He's gonna get there. Like he's he's a phenomenal talent. He's he's by far right, 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 right. No doubt. <laughs> Excuse me, but it's just like it's just it, it is what it is. So I just to me, Sunday will tell a lot. Like I said we'll get into that about you know we'll get when we talk about the the game Sunday. But so we we got to pump our brakes. Like people weren't calling Brady the goat until. He tied Montana after the Seattle Super Bowl. Then when they beat Atlanta, so he was forty years old. Then people was like, "Damn, what 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 else can you do?" <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't. He wasn't getting called the goat after they won their three out of the first four. Right, people right. were saying, "Man, there's a new dynasty," but people weren't putting him over Montana over Marino. They weren't doing that. It wasn't until they beat Seattle and it was like, "Oh, okay." He's got four, then he got five. Oh right. shit, now he got six. He got two more. And then, oh, by the way, I'm gonna go to another team and win in the first year with him. Like that, that was cemented his run. So it's just like, yo, pump the brakes. Like, once again, wild. pump the brakes. And it's stuff. wild, man. Like, um, like when people talk about goats and they pick and choose, so they want to talk about how they're gonna talk about how they're gonna teach. I understand you're a fan. You can say what you want and think what you think on your 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 mind because like everybody has a different mind. That's the beauty of this world. Like we have our own minds. We can think what we want to think. We can be stubborn about it. We can be open about it. We can be whatever. But the fact that it is, because people always say that you don't want to be so technical. But the facts are there, right? Although I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I do respect this game. I love to watch him play because I know that he's had, he's been there. You know, right. when you said a few minutes ago about. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> being better than Aaron Rodgers, I say that right now. 
when it yeah. comes to championships. Because Aaron Rodgers might not ever see another championship unless he gets with a legitimate team. They even talk about him going to, to the Raiders. They still wouldn't get there. The Raiders can't stop nobody. But unless they got some, go yeah, ahead. No, but it's possible that Mahomes may not get another one either. That's possible. Right. So he might be this might be his winning yeah, only. You're right, right. So I think he he's he's got he's like I said, and I'm I don't want to give too much away, but I'm like, you know, Sun, Sunday is a very telling game early on. We definitely talk about that. You're not comparing him to Rodgers. You're not comparing him to Marino. You're not comparing him to Fran Tarkenton or Roger Staubach or Terry Bradshaw. If you're not comparing him to those guys, you're only comparing him to number 12. Then, yes, Sunday Sunday, Sunday is a very tell, tell, tell all type of game. So, we go. Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry, but um, we're going to go to the next topic real quick. I remember facts. Like, Like you said, talk about facts, not your emotion. (laughs) <laughs> Wrong thoughts, baby. So, seven-time champ. Fact. Um, and this is going to surprise you. What I'm about to say, did he get help from the ref? Yeah, that's a fact too. He did. Okay, he did. That, that's that's what happens for great players. Yeah, he did. Peyton Manning did too. So the others that. So they just they just didn't get as many calls. I guess it's Tom did whatever. Fine. Right. Um, all-time leader with yards. Fact. Um, once again, this man was a six-round pick. Was beat the odds. Right. Hey, we're going like Spurgeon win T Martin. I know T Martin was a problem in college, so before any Tennessee volunteer people come on here and get emotional, I know T Martin was you know he did what Payne couldn't do in college. I get it. Think about those guys that went before him, G- Gio- Giovanni Carmazzi, whatever his name is. The, you know, you can watch the Brady Six on the NFL Network, like they all went before Brady, and I said, except Mark Bolger, like. You know, didn't have a decent career, so that that, that and, says a lot. And that's what I said. So we're gonna go back to another topic. Like for me, this goat conversation, we got a lot to discuss. But uh, we, we're gonna start here with All Star Sports, ACCS. Give them a call two by two two three one zero two three eight. Miss Jackie is amazing. She's phenomenal. Visit the website www.allstarsportsaccs.com. Use the promo code RawMind. Promo code RawMind. She has every single NFL, NBA gig you can think of. In there, and she's about to start bringing a lot of HBCUs. She's got a few baseball things there, like Yankees stuff like that. But NFL wear, I'm telling you, that's the place to go. But uh, you get rid of that Yankee stuff though. Oh, look, see, there she said, There there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. We we ain't gonna do that on the show. Hey, Yankee, this is Yankee, Yankee world, baby. Hey, listen, I just just watched the thing about 04 the other day, the documentary. It it, it warmed my heart. It warmed my heart. So, it's two topics, like quick topics. We're not going to talk on them long because we got something to talk about. I'm going to go this topic first. Um, For you, watching this game, we were talking about predictions, like before the game, before the NFC Championship. Do you really think the injury bug – do you think the game with Philly and Fort Downs have been so much closer if Purdy would have stayed there? Or do you think like it's just been just total domination? Uh, with four so quarterbacks going down. I mean, but that's your thoughts. Philadelphia was clicking. So would it have been closer? Sure. Um, it might have been 31 21 as opposed to 31 7. Yeah, good game. Still um, for me. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, it's it's tough that. You know, they wasn't at full strength in order to give, you know, their best fight, which obviously and I and I, I can't believe that, that that reporter asked George Kittle after the game, like, what what do you think he's going to say? You think right, he, wrong thoughts. You think he was gonna he give a, a rainbow and, and sunshine answer? Like what what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't know. Wrong thoughts, you good. All right, I don't know what's wrong on the show, my bad. But it, it's just like 
It's just like what that that's my Roth on them all. Like, what what are you what are you thinking? What are you doing? Right. Why would you why would you why would you ask? And and, they, and it's funny because I'm a teacher and we'll say, Oh, you know, hey, uh, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Yes, there is. That was a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> and she should she shouldn't have asked him that in the heat of the moment. Once again, get the understand the, the narrative or whatever you're trying to pull, but that was a very that was very, very bad. Um, the timing, but yeah, it goes without question. Of course, the injuries played a part in what happened in the outcome. Once again, the way Philly was clicking, they might have, they probably would have won anyways. Um, but yes, it would not have looked, the optics would have looked as bad. Um, had Philadelphia, I mean, if I had Philadelphia, had San Francisco been in full strength the whole game. Yeah, I was thinking about the triggers. Like after you said about George Kittle, they didn't trigger everybody in San Francisco. Nick Bosa said, I hope they, he said, I hope both teams lose, which I knew he's like, I guess he felt like he didn't get a fair shot. He talked about it. Then I see Christian McCaffrey go to ESPN this weekend for Super Bowl week saying that I hope they both lose. Like, they really didn't think they got a fair shot because they had no quarterback to lead them anyway with four quarterbacks go down the entire season, which right. is crazy. I don't know if it's an offensive line thing or it's just Kyle Shanahan. Then Debo Samuel said it with all due respect. He said we had the perfect game plan to the, to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Our quarterback went down. Everybody went down. Everything went out the door. Everything just like he said it sink. It just didn't feel like the same. So for me, I felt like injury bug in that position. I, but the problem is with the San Francisco 49ers, I'll say this real quick. This is every year. Our issue is the quarterback being healthy. Like when you look at the 49ers, 49ers have a lot of talent all across the board in every other position. But it's always a situation of, like, that position is always the weak point. And it's nothing against Jimmy Garoppolo. I know you love Garoppolo. But yeah. I'm just saying it, on a level, like, just it's, it's it's brutal to see a team go through so many quarterbacks in one season. Like, that's 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 rare. Four quarterbacks. Then the quarterback come in with a, a torn. The dude was tough enough to come back in a, with a torn UCL and came right. back in the game he's having surgery for. Like, I ain't got a little bit of respect for him, but. Good luck to Philly. Now, I'm going to go to this raw thought minute. Do you think two are done in Miami with a lot of free agents on the market? I'd rather see Derek Carr in that offense. I, I got I, one more. I got two, actually, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, give, give me give me your two names. My two, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you the first one is Jimmy Garoppolo. The reason why I say Jimmy Garoppolo, Mike McDaniel, same system. It's just a little faster. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's a dig and dunk. You got Tariq Hill, Waddle, Monster, Wilson. Um, I don't know if the tight ends come back. They say he had a career low this year. Um, oh, uh, You got Vic Benjigo coming in with a 3-4. So I, I feel like the ball will get out like super quick under Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel knows. Um, and, you know, Garoppolo has a lot of experience in certain situations. Even though people want to not give him credit, I feel like Garoppolo in that system, it'll be perfect because he has all the quick speed. He don't have to do much. He just has to put people in position, lead, get the ball fast. Now, the next one is this one. I don't know if the money is right. Lamar Jackson in this system would be very explosive. I said it I think he would not just be a runner. I think he would literally – his passing game would show. We got guys like Tariq Hill. Who wants to get go down deep down the field? He can't do that with, with Tua this year. So he had to kind of like get the ball. He didn't have that deep ball threat that he wanted to have. Um, I just feel like he's very explosive, quick, with all those weapons around. I don't even have to go into detail with Lamar Jackson. That's Lamar Jackson. And that system, it's just gonna be dangerous. Those are my two, but go ahead. But even but to to piggyback off that, like 
with Lamar, I mean, of course, like that, that is, that is the, that's the pipe dream of all pipe dreams, right? To get him down there and to get him to that, that would be crazy. Right. right. Um, I mean, he, but even then, like he wouldn't have to throw, he, he's not throwing down the field 30, 40 yards. Like everything would be quick slants, big routes, comeback routes. Like it's not, they're not, they wouldn't be throwing anything crazy. Like, and then, you know, now Gasecki is not as good as Mark Andrews, but it's like, yo, like you can find, you could throw seam routes like they were throwing to Mark Andrews. You know, you could throw, you know, them angle routes with him. So, yeah, I mean, the, the possibilities would be endless if that was to happen. Um, Derek Carr made me rock with him after that interview last week with the pro. Hey, angle, like, yeah, like, like, he, you know, he that, has that, a whole different vibe, he, man. Right, right. He right. was like, Have you ever been to Hard Vegas? You know, shout out to RC for asking that. He was like, nah, that's probably why I'm out of it. I was like, yo, like the honesty is crazy. I'm like, I'm here for that. Um, I think that his personality would mesh very well with uh Mike McDaniel down there and and right, Miami. right. It would definitely and once again, it's like, yo, two two was balling. Though. Don't get me wrong. So I know you got a friend on here that listens, uh, that's a Dolphin fan. And yo, but my cousin, yeah, two yeah, two was definitely balling before you know the concussion protocol. You know, started to take over, but at the same time, it's like, yo, like if you know, if you um, if that continues to be the narrative that you're always hurt, and at the end of the day, it's not your arm talent, it's not your legs, it's not your brain, it's not any of that. Your best ability is your availability. Availability. So if you're not available, and I'm not even just physically, if you're not available physically, mentally, emotionally, like. You have you have to be available in order to get to be the best version of yourself. So because that's not always the case with him, that's why you've seen glimpses of them catching fire. And you know, I mean, hell, we saw it against Baltimore week one, right? Baltimore was killing their ass. And then next thing you know, Tua said, "Okay, you know, y'all think I can play?" Whoop, Tyreek Hill touchdown. Whoop, Jalen Waddle touchdown. Whoop, Gusecki touchdown. So. He was carving their ass up, and I was, I was like, oh, I said, you make me eat my words. Damn. Um, but then said, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, they, they still, with a third-string quarterback, put up 31 in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scott, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, and going to that, since you said that, it's crazy about this coaching tree that Kyle Shanahan has out there. Like, Robert Salah trying to make some work at the Jets. Mike McDaniel and um, – and, Miami, and you know, we probably have Tamiko Rhines. I'm not saying they're gonna be contending, but he'll probably get a defense, he'll bring some type of um that culture there, yeah, yeah. Well, right. yeah, you know what, it could be because you know, you got Jacksonville. I like Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, though, but go ahead, go ahead, yeah. It, that, that division's wide open, like I said, I, I'll be glad. I'll be like, as the old school Saints would say in church, I'm, I'm I'll be happy, glad, I'll be happy, glad. To do an NFL season preview win, because I would gladly talk about it. Like, no, that AFC South is wide open. Remember that Randy Moss celebration? Like, <laughs> wide, wide open. Okay, so that's no. <laughs> like, Jacksonville caught fire. They just happen to have the best player in that division for now. But you know that. Listen, as long as Jeff Saturday and some other guys. Once again, I don't want to get into all that, but they, right. that, that division is wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think, um, with that being said, like he has some amazing coaches. But now we're going to get into some good stuff, man. I'm, I'm going to go here to the uh, – I know this is going to take a little bit, so let's start here first. Ooh. Kyrie goes to Dallas. Kyrie went in, but I want to hear your raw thoughts. 
before I get into all this conversation and all this backlash, him and Stephen A being without going at each other, going at each other, that makes sense, you know, because Kyrie has been going at him, but it's like, yeah, it is what it is. Man, the um, just when you think the NBA couldn't give you a better soap opera, they gave us one they, today. They, they, they pull, yeah, they pull, they pull really, really all week, but uh, they pull you back in. Wow. Um, shock value for sure because I'm like I I did a show Saturday, and we had talked about different potential land, landing spots for Kyrie and. I had mentioned other spots. Like Dallas was brought up, but Dallas to me seemed like a pipe dream. So, so maybe first, you know, you know who's your first? Who so you thought I, you were gonna go to first? I, I thought I thought Miami made the most sense. Honestly, I thought mm-hmm. that him, Jimmy, and uh, and Bam would have been a very right, right, right. Very good trio. I like, so, that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just I think that learning from Spo, you know, Pat Riley would have been like, hey, it ain't going whatever. It ain't going down the way we we hoop here. We hoop. It, it ain't, ain't it. the other nonsense. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. We hoop. So that that's that's where I think he would have benefited from that. But now to be in Dallas with Jake Kidd, with Luca, which you know I mentioned on um, another platform, I think that we're now going to see what we saw in Cleveland from Kyrie, because Luca resembles a lot of what LeBron does on the floor. Um, someone that's gonna get his teammates open, someone that that that, that doesn't want to pass first, um, and just the court vision is really off the charts, right? So I think we'll see we'll see Cleveland Kyrie now, um, a little bit now with, with Luca. And it won't be all the time, but we'll see it in different spurs, right? He looked good the other night or last night, excuse me. I don't know if we recorded mm-hmm. on Thursday. Um, he looked good last night against the Clippers in his debut. Once again, I think he's going to look that good as long as Luke is out because he's the focal point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things that go into that. But um, there's a lot, of, a lot of nuances he's going to have to learn, obviously, being in a new system and how they defend and, you know, how they get into their sets or whatever. But, listen, he's very much a plug-and-play type guy. Um, if you can hoop, you can hoop. And I, I think that although I don't think it's going to work come postseason time, I do think it's going to be a very exciting 30 games finish um, as they sprint towards the playoffs. I think that um, him and Luca are going to play very well. You're going to see games where they get 40 apiece, 30 apiece, and um, teams are not going to want to see them uh, come playoff time, in my opinion. Ooh, it's a lot to impact right there, what you said. But I'm going to give my raw thoughts. My <laughs> raw thoughts. Boy, I'm going to give it to you raw, people. You on raw, you on raw thoughts are welcome here on my show. And I'm about to give it to you all right now. And I had to get a little excited for a second. I didn't see my voice was there. So with that being said. There you go. Kyrie Irving thought he was going to L.A. But that's the beauty of the, the contracts. Yeah, you got your money. Yeah, you want to be. You you demanded to go to L.A. like now. Or want to get traded now because they didn't want to give you an extension. Because they didn't know. Which I get it as an owner. But check this out. Why? If in the owner's mind, in his mind, not your mind, but in his mind, the owner's saying, you've been giving me a headache since you've been here. Why would I send you where you want to go? If I'm going to send you somewhere under contract, I'm going to send you where I want you to go. Not where you want to go. The real deal is, Rob thought, him and LeBron thought it was about to make something happen. They thought because he had power, they thought he's going to send him to L.A. Oh, I'm going to send you to L.A. I'm going to send you to L.A. right now. 
No, the only like I'm still not gonna see the LA. If you want to go to LA on your own in free agency, you can. But you ain't going to LA on my dime, and you still in the contract. I'm gonna use this to get me whatever I got. So for me, well, it was like he went to Dallas before everything and all the fiascos that happened today, and, and, and late, late, well, early this, early, early this morning, like late night, one a.m., two a.m., whatever. Right. Um. You would say, like, man, they, they probably could do a little something because they have two guys that could get baskets one on one. Jason Kidd is a guy who could get guys the ball, he can make sure guys that get there. He's smart when it comes to the basketball and, and put people in position, you know, to get themselves in the rhythm. Like, Kevin Irving, I ain't gonna lie, I, man, just watch him the other night, man. And I've been watching for a while, he is box office. And I understand whatever he got going on off the court, I don't even get into that, but you know, he's box office. I know some people wouldn't understand his on the court, off the court issues because right. some people try to put them two together, not understanding what it is. But I just knew he wasn't going to LA. I knew they were going to do anything in that power not to send him to LA. They'll send him wherever else. But I mean, I think he's going to be happy because right now, I think what's going to happen, it's going to be a good season, rest of the season. He's going to coach as the good guy, the great guy. And he said them people didn't appreciate him in, in, in Brooklyn. Right. Um, I feel like he's going to have a great season, but he's still going to LA. I don't care what round they go. He's if he becomes a free agent. He's gonna take the cheap route to LA. And for what LA did, that's a whole nother story. I'm gonna get to in a second. But like LA is probably mad. And I know LeBron is mad, but he can't be mad because it wasn't a, a LA thing. LA reached out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn said no. So they had to get the second. They had to go with seconds. They went with um D'Angelo Russell, because they couldn't get Kyrie. It wasn't because they didn't have what they need to get Kyrie. It was that it was a personal vendetta. Like, I'm not sending you to LA because that's who you want to be. I'm gonna see you where I want to send you. So it made it like, like, you know, he was just giving so many problems, so many headaches. But in Dallas, him and Luca could be something special. Now when yeah. they win the championship, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll, they're not going to championship, but I do think you know the ultimate troll job would have been to send him to the Clippers. That would have been crazy. Mong, what's up, baby? Since collection. Hey, here, baby. hey. <laughs> now, now I'm all nervous. No, but. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no, but listen, the, the, the troll job would have been to send him to the Clippers to play with Ka- Kawhi and play with Paul George. Like that. They would have contended. I think they would have contended. But oh, ahead, for sure. Ahead. For sure. Um, I mean, granted, they wouldn't have played that many games and they probably would have been the seventh to eighth seed. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do think the moments that they played together, it would have been it would have been crazy. It'd have been crazy. And and why yeah, the Monica, go ahead and tell them about your specials for um Valentine's Day. Go put it mm-hmm. in the comments. I'll put it up here. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Come come get get you uh get get you right <laughs> for the fourteenth, you know, get you right for the fourteenth. <laughs> you know, so it's all it's all good. <laughs> And that, that's my half birthday too, Monica. So I'm good. No, um, well, I'm all flustered now. No, but no, I, I, th- I think that, um, you know, once again, we'll see some special things, but I feel like they, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they sent them to Lakers right now because once again, it's like you don't need to help the, Lake, the Lakers organization. Once again, Palinka did a really good job. And like I said, we'll get into that when we talk about the trade uh, deadline as a whole. Uh, Plinko did a good job overall, you know, for what he had, you know. So it it, it, it is what it is. So massage um, oils. Wait a minute, 
Boy, yes, Lord. Oh. Okay. And, 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 the, and the rose petals. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, what, what's, what's, that, like, what's that? What's that movie? Um, oh, Don't Be a Menace to South Central. Like, <laughs> 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 Yo, oh my god <laughs> oh that's that's oh yeah that's crazy um but quick aside man i'm not gonna hold you i really i really wanted like just a quick reunion of kd and russ just real quick i really did i did i did i too. really did and it'd have been cool to see them in brooklyn it would have been dope i think it would have been fine i think it'd be good because see they got a shooter in seth curry and the way they brought shooters in at the front line and now at the point because yep, they so can't get Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they could have made yeah, something happen. Yeah, I really would have sure. saw it. I thought Russ was playing well off the bench. And I understand yes. him and LeBron just want a match. I know at first everybody was joking like he was terrible. Man, Russ been playing good. Russ ain't had no attitude yeah, the whole year. Sure. They were trying to get rid of Russ anyway. So Russ probably already knew what the right was on the wall. But that's another story I'm going to talk about in a second. But um, let me see what I got. Oh. So now Kyrie going there to Dallas, him and I win that. So we're going to go to this part before we go into all the trade deadline details. There's certain topics in the trade deadline, people, that I want to talk about. I know my voice kind of hoarse a little bit that I want to talk about particularly. And then we're going to, like, whatever we thought in the trade deadline was, like, something that we just want to discuss. KD to the Suns. And, and look, let's just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. KD to the Suns, people. KD to the Suns. At that moment, Western Conference said, Oh boy! I'm I, listen. I'm, I'm glad I'm not a Western Conference fan. Um, man, I, but your because, boys will see him in the right, finals. Yeah, no, no facts. I mean, I, well, I hope to see him in June because that means that we right, right, right. So you know, June second, I'll be, I'll be there because I work at TD Garden when I'm not doing teaching. I work at TD Garden, so I'll be in the. Hey, if you don't know what TD Garden is, fans, that that's, is that's, the yeah, Boston yeah, Celtics. He's in Boston, lives in Boston. He's Boston everything. Boston Red Sox, New England Patriots, Boston Celtics. Yep, Bruins too. We out here. So Yeah, Bruins. Um, I apologize. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Only, only the best record in hockey, best record in, you know what I'm saying? You know, but you know, your hurricanes are pretty good down there too. So, you know, y'all beat us last year in the playoffs. So, you know, we gotta come back and get y'all uh come come May. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I, I think um like I went to sleep, went to sleep like most of us went to sleep, like normal human beings went to sleep, and like I'm getting, zzz, 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 you know, so I'm all these messages. I'm like, yo, oh, like, what's going on? We got a special guest coming. On. I'm sorry, but go ahead, finish. Gotcha, talking. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, so you got we got two special guests saying no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, so I was like, damn, like what's yo? Why is I'm like why? I'm thinking something happened. Like I'm in the hood. I'm thinking something. Like, yo, what the, what happened? And I'm just all I see is breaking news. Kevin Durant traded to Phoenix. I said, what? I said, I said, are you for real? Like, you know, uh, you know, I felt like Biggie. Who the fuck is this paging me at five forty-six in the morning? <laughs> Got to wipe the crust from my eye. Got to see who's like. I, was like what is going on? I said, I said, oh my god. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I was, I was so. I was, I was, I was shocked. I was like, in awe. Whatever word you want to use. Um, but I'm, I'm like, listen. I'm, I'm always for. A shakeup. I know the narrative about KD is going to be that he cannot get his own team. He can't do this. He can't do that. Um, listen, this man is one of the top 15 players this league has ever seen, regardless of era. 
And I, for one, am super excited to see how he plays along with uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul. But I will say this, Chris Paul, I know, is, is he from Gastonia? Is that where he from? Wait for it. Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem, right? Uh, Chris Paul? Chris Paul, yeah, Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem. Okay, got you. So I, I know that he's beloved out there. You know, we know his story. Number four pick overall. He's done some things. So uh, <laughs> um, I think that um, there's no one that's got a bigger past than him, if, if we're giving raw thoughts, right? No one has been given more of a pass than Chris Paul. I feel like America was rooting for him two years ago when they finally got past the Clippers and got into the finals. Um, but that was one of the best game six performances I've seen ever. You know, he, he was there. So, uh, da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing my boy real. I'm bringing my boy real. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Yo. What's going on, man? Oh, yeah, oh you're wrong, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Real, real, right? he, he, That's real, real, real. What's but, going uh, on, bro? What's up, man? He said he's ready to come through. He said he's ready to come through, so I had to put him on the show, man. Nah, nah I, had, I apologize. Man. I see y'all talking about KD and all that, man. It's oh, 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 so he want to hear that. Oh, he ready to go wrong. No, he, 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 he happy about Josh Hart. That's why he want to come on and talk. He wants to talk about Oh, that. no, he ain't, is he? <laughs> Listen, man. I ain't Tom Brady got I'll give you that. I ain't looking for no building blocks, man. I'm looking for the home run, bro. That's what I'm looking for. It's about time. Josh Hart's nice, though. He's nice. He's nice, but, man, we need some shooting, man. We need some shooting. Hey, but he's another guy. He's been good. But we'll we'll get to that in a minute because we're going to get to But No, but um, I'd like to say, I just think they're going to kill it. They're going to do some damage. Um, And like I said, Chris Chris Paul does not have – he doesn't, I mean, he hasn't had excuse in a while, but he really, once again, he's been on a lot of 51 teams. He's been on some yeah. 61 teams. Um, there's no excuse. You have a top five player with you. You have another maybe top 10 to top 15 and Devin Booker. You have a top five big men um, and DeAndre Ayn. Figure it out. Get it, get it done. Like, well, no I'm, I'm going to make myself short, sweet, and simple, man. Man, best. But the thing is, this is the thing. Kyrie Irving wanted out. Like, mm-hmm. KD came to for Kyrie Irving. Everything went wrong. They weren't going to send him to the Lakers, like I said earlier on the show. Right. KD comes. He probably ain't say much, but they gave KD what he wanted. Why? Right. Because KD wasn't a pain in the butt. Right. So, with that being said, raw thoughts, what I'm about to go at right now is that uh, KD, as me and my friend was talking about this the other day, KD's not an alpha. KD ain't trying to lead. KD just want to be a scorer, play his role. That's it. He ain't trying to get the team up. He ain't trying to get him for training camp. He ain't trying to get him in the weight room. He ain't doing none of that. You know, being there, Chris Paul can play that part as a leader to get everybody involved. Booker can be who he is. Like, he's in a perfect situation just to play basketball like he was in Golden State. Right. Now, Golden State, you had Draymond. He could be the bark of the dog. You know, Steph is just there, period. You got Clay. You just have to play basketball. KD is a guy he just wants to play basketball. KD wants to get paid, but KD's not a type that you need to ask and say, hey, I want you to lead this team in other areas. KD ain't, 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 ain't about that. KD about just putting the ball in the hoop, find your leaders with the role players. Right. And Chris Paul is the type that can do that, like lead the team, do what he has to do. And I'm not saying like he's going to be amazing on the court. I mean, Chris Paul can handle the ball. He can do whatever he needs to do. And he's going to get it done from that end. And I feel like that's why KD wanted to really go there because he seemed structured. He seemed grounded. He seems like it's not going to be a headache. You know, 
with the two main pieces, and Munchie Williams is a good coach to keep it grounded. Think about it. Like, the Brooklyn Nets went through multiple coaches. Multiple coaches. Then you had them, well, bringing in a coach. They won a handpick, which was not it. It's probably a handpick, probably by Kyrie. And now you have him with a contending team. They could probably win, and he's probably going to be less stressed. Now, should – I mean, they sent him over there off the principle of, like, Katie. I feel like this raw thoughts here real live in um, Hollywood, Ray. They sent him over there off the strength of, you ain't gave us no problems, so we're going to do you right. Wait, Kyrie, they sent you over there like, no, nah, we're not sending you to L.A. We don't care. We're going to send you wherever we want to send you, and it is what it is while you're under contract. They could have done the same thing with Kyrie. It's not like huh? – It's not like they sent him to OKC. They didn't, but I mean, but Dallas is not a, they sent us to a team that wasn't a championship team, even though Jason Kidd got to the West Conference Finals. But with KD, KD is in the right now with this team. This team is healthy. We right now, on paper, will say the Phoenix Suns will be in the finals. We will not say on paper the Dallas Mavericks will be in the finals. Yeah, they they they, they still need another piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. But go ahead, go ahead, really. Uh, no, I mean, you know my famous line, paper don't play. You know, these guys got to go out there and play. Um, I'm not worried about the depth. Like, yeah, obviously depth is important, but I seen the Warriors when they made the move for KD and signed them in free agency. They released a couple bench players that was key, you know, guys when they went on that championship run that they did before KD came and won 73 games with. And they signed them in the talent, the upfront superstardom overcame the back-end depth. So when you got superstars in this league, obviously we can't underestimate the – role that the role players have in helping the team get to the finish line, but the superstars right. would take you over the top. And they have a lot of superstar power and they have experience. They've been to the playoffs, been to the finals. So I think for me hey, really a report, I mean interrupt. Let them know where you're from. Let them know what you do. Oh you ain't know man Brooklyn, baby. I'm, I'm you know I'm ashamed to be saying Brooklyn out here because no, but, but I'm talking about like like your, your podcast and all this stuff. Oh oh yeah nah <laughs> uh it's not nineteen ninety nine anymore podcast ninety nine pod that's where you can find me, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. You know how it is. But, yeah, right, I would say go ahead, go ahead. when you talk about Joe Sy, and I heard you talking about, you know, they didn't give Kyrie Irving what he wanted. I think Joe Sy is a complete idiot, if I'm being <laughs> real, because um, why are you getting into a petty war with a player? Right, right. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. Like, you sent him to the Mavericks because you didn't want him to go to L.A., but you realize he's a free agent, right? And sometimes right. So he wants to go to LA, he'll end up there. <laughs> so that's that I don't that don't make no sense. <laughs> My bad, Monica. He would end up in LA if he wants to go there. That's what one. Number two, she told me to get you right. <laughs> number two, you sent him to the Mavericks, right? But you actually helped him out. Like you sent him to the best place because the Mavericks lost Jalen Brunson last year in the offseason. Christian Wood is on an expiring contract. He could walk. They are not gonna have Three back-to-back players whom they, you know, obviously drafted and traded for. I don't believe they, they drafted um Jalen Brunson. But they're not going to have these amount of players leave and then be serious about, oh, we're trying to help look win. So like, so you think that – um, shit. So he's going to get his money. It so might I'm not saying, be like, you think these players going to walk? The players you name, you think they're going to walk? They could walk. That's why I feel <sighs> like the Mavericks are going to be in a desperate position where they're going to have no choice but to give Kyrie Irving – his money to keep him. You would not trade those assets you did and have and risk your Do you think he accept that? Or he just gonna take a pay cut to go to LA? 
He probably it depends. If he get the money, he's gonna stay in, in Dallas. So you sure. think even if he get the money in Dallas, he's just gonna stay. But if LeBron and them say, Hey, we got 20 million for you for one year, and let's say even though Dallas giving him a hundred million, you think he's gonna stay? I'm just giving this, I'm just throwing the it's, number it's, out. It's, it's about security. Yeah, it's about exactly. So, I got you. so you say Kyrie Irving is not about championship with LeBron. It is about the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean Kyrie are here, he already won it, and they like Listen, no, no one is going to mistake not, – not that he's a scrub, but no one's going to mistake Kyrie for being the best player who ever played the game. They're going to say right. supreme talent, sometimes a head case, um, but more more so a supreme talent. But, you know, uh, Lil, you, you know this too, bro. Mark Cuban don't care about none of that. He, he, paid, <laughs> he, paid, he paid Christos Porzingis, and he was gone. Mark Cuban don't care about none of that. He'll give you the money, and if you're not pleasing, if you're not pleasing or appeasing to Mark Cuban, he will ship your ass out of there real quick. That don't mean nothing to Mark Cuban. That that man gets money, as we say, you know, out the ass. We we know that. He he does he does not care. So if if, if Kyrie, if they end up signing him to a five year, I don't know, two or five, whatever, whatever his um his deal is like, which which is crazy. Once again, you better take the two or five. Yeah. <laughs> My they, sponsor said she'll dribble the ball for me. I know that's what I'm trying to dribble now. <laughs> right. They, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I dribble the ball for – I'm I'm dribbling for 300000 Forget about 200 mil. 300000 I'm out here. you kidding me? Um, I'm out here dribbling like Stanley from the office. I'm out there like going like hey. – <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, come come on. Stop playing with me. But, no, I, I just think to me Mark Cuban should pay him, especially, like I said, they, if they go right back to the Carlos Finals at the least. Um, And, yeah. But I mean, there's no way I'm not going to LA on short money. No way, you're not giving me two years, seventy mil. Right. And say after one year, uh, you know what? Um, no, no. no I want but, the five years, two hundred mil, so that I'm, I'm. Once again, we talk about and this. I mean, we we could talk about what people right. got mad at Kyrie about. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I don't want to get into that. But him helping out HBCUs. Um, you know, he put up. He put up the people. Joe Floyd's people. He put up. He put, I put up a home for them. Um. He's giving scholarships. WMEA, WMEA, put give you know help help with their salaries. So my thing is, yo, if you still want to be the philanthropist that you've been, and you want that narrative to be out there, of course you take the money. You already won. He's a Hall of Famer. If he if he said I'm done right now, he's in the Hall of Fame in Springfield in a few years. That that's, I'm, that's not. I'm gonna say this wrong thought. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Finish. Yeah. So I just think to me, I'm just like take the money. Continue to be a help to you, your family, and other people to be that resource, and then go from there. That that's just that's just my take on it. And I'm gonna let um real little end this. I'm gonna say this real quick. Um, I'm gonna go for, as far as this. I hope you're ready for these raw thoughts. Kyrie Irving is probably since Mark Cuban era has been the most marketable player to put people in seats. Put people in seats. When I say that, I know Dirk is Dirk. When I look at box office. Dallas ain't never had a box office guy guard like Kyrie Irving ever. Jason Kidd was on his way out the door. He was at age. He won a title. But, man, Kyrie Irving in Dallas, they not used to that handle stuff. I know um, Dirk can do what he has to do. But for me, I don't know how long he's going to be there. I'm just saying. That's what it is. But go ahead real little. No, I think, first of all, man, when you talk about Brooklyn and the trading of Kevin Durant, you know, I heard my guy Ray was talking about, um, you know, normal people sleep. Man, I ain't normal. I'm an alien. I was up. 
I got that bomb. Shit, you know this world's crazy, bro. You heard it. Oh, you might wake up and your whole house is gone, bro. You in the middle of nowhere. World's crazy, bro. So I'll be up. I'll be wanting to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the the watch of the world. So I got the Woj bomb or whatever. And I was shocked because I'm saying to myself, wait, hold up. Like, this is Kevin Durant. We have never seen a trade of this magnitude and you rush to do it in like a day or two. Like, oh, you stupid? Oh, you on drugs? Like, I'm really certain that Joe Sy just dumped himself into a pool of Hennessy before he made this trade. <laughs> because I'm saying to myself, bro, you have the whole entire offseason to do this. He's signed for three years, under contract, signed. He going to hold out for three years? You mean tell me he going to hold out for three years? Or he holds out the second half of the season? Fine. Trade him in the offseason. I'm pretty sure there were teams that didn't even know he was on the trade block that would have gave you a yeah, better they, package. They um, a lot of teams did and think he was on the trade block because that's another thing I was about to say. That's why I don't get into the, the, the owner saying – He's not up for sale because the owners will go behind closed doors before you know it's breaking news. The owners have been lying to us lately. I'm just saying, these, this that, past that, year that, or so, they've been lying. Not in Portland because people say, oh, Dame's available. Like, I mean, Dame is straight. Dame is on the way. He's on. Right. Actually, because I know you're in I, I want to see him in New York. I, I thought that mm. would have been really special mm. to see Dame in New York. I really, I and I, I know I may be in the minority here for that. I, I think Dame in New York would be very special. Very. Nah, it would. And I think, like, when we talk about this whole situation, if it came down to me, I mean, obviously, this is a two-way street because I can't just side with Kyrie Irving here when it comes to him and Joe Sy in that battle because I could understand things That's from a, a business perspective right. and put myself in their shoes. But the way how Kyrie Irving was balling, he's basically gambling this year. It's like this, I'm going to show you, I'm going to bet on myself type of year. And all he has to do is say, stay healthy and, and put up the numbers he's putting up. He's going to get paid. So if you're the Nets, if it came down to paying Kyrie Irving and keeping Durant and contending, then that's the hard choice that you have to make or right. trade him. But know that you're trading Kevin Durant because as far as I'm concerned, they came together as a package deal. So he's leaving as a right. package deal, maybe elsewhere together, maybe not on the same team, but they leave it together. And that's, and that's what happened. And that's why I think like with um the Nets, they were like, we know you came in because of Kyrie. You didn't come by yourself. And Kyrie leaves now. We can't just do you wrong. That, that's what so I'm saying. It's up. like, yo, first of all, Kevin Durant wanted to come to the Knicks. He was not touching Brooklyn. He did not want to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't care if you're going hot 97 and say the Knicks, the Knicks are not cool. Everything was geared up for him to go to New York. The Knicks, I'm talking about him, not Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And then Kyrie Irving was like, yo, let's go to Brooklyn. How about we go over there? I'm a Brooklyn fan. I was born in New Jersey, East Orange, whatever. I wanted to play there. That's my childhood dream. Let's go over there. So Kevin Durant would not have been there if it wasn't for Kyrie Irving, first off. Right, right, Okay? Right. So, I mean, they had to iron it out. Listen, last year was spooky because of the pandemic and the COVID-19 vaccinations. Listen, I'm going to keep it a bean. I'm going to give you all thoughts and real thoughts. I ain't take that garbage because that's not in my... You know, that was never in my future plan. So I had to deal with what Kyrie Irving deal with. And I'm not making half the money he's making. I actually think it's commendable that he turned away millions of dollars to stand on his principle. So at the end of the day, if everybody was going through that, or not everybody, but the people who decided not to take the shot, then the NBA was never going to be exempted from a life situation, a situation, a circumstance that nobody saw coming, the pandemic, yeah. et cetera, and everything that came on after that. So yeah, I mean, they, they, they actually owe him, they owe him money. Um, 
if you ask me. Once again, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinions. I don't, I'm, I'm good either way. With no, no, you, you, you know what I'm saying? So, but I just feel like they owe him money, especially when they what end up happening in New York, where they end up changing the laws again anyway. So I'm just like, well, <laughs> change the laws. Once again, I'm, I'm about principle too. So if you change the laws, if you if you berated him for what he didn't do, how do you not repay him after you write it or you try to write your wrong? So if you're writing your wrong, part of writing that wrong is making sure that you give him back financially what he lost. Because um, right. the reputation is one thing, but financially, give me give me my money. Exactly. And, and that's what it came down to. So if you out, if you exclude that whole pandemic situation and you look at just strictly basketball, if you want to say, okay, well, he's unavailable as well because he's injury prone. Well, that's the same thing with Kevin Durant. Availability yeah. comes in different forms. Or right. unavailability yeah. comes in different forms. Whether you hurt, yeah, whether you want to show right, up, right, right, right. you're still not on the court mm-hmm. and you're making right. money. Zion Williamson just got a big extension in the offseason for not playing basketball. Like, come on, Anthony Davis. Well, it, 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 but that, but no, but see that, but that goes back to the point you just made. <laughs> a few minutes ago. You were saying you're not letting stars walk out. No one has to do that for Zion. You're not getting that type of guy coming back through there. It's not happening. And when Anthony Davis just left a few years ago, well, really because of Rich Paul. But it's just like, come on. So you 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 have to over overpay, um, for those guys. You know, and and another guy too. We need to talk about too. Uh, to be on that topic, John ja, ja better chill out. This is this is not two thousand one. This is not two thousand two. Leave that hood shit where it need to be at. Collect your bread. Continue to win. Continue to dunk on players and leave it at that. Chill with uh-huh. that gangster shit because it ain't needed. Get your money, feed your family, and get the fuck on, bro. Just saying. Don't don't do not engage anything that's gonna take away from the brand. That's all I gotta say on that one. Yeah, so what did they say? We're gonna this topic. Essential collections is here. Essential collections is sure sponsored by Essential Collections by Monster Ritz. Website is www.essentialcollections. E S C N T U A L S C O L E C T I O N. Dot Square site. She has a lot of stuff she put up. I'm gonna put up her banner right now. Um, what she said earlier. Oh, come, excuse me. If I can find it. Oh. Fire and ice couple boxes of steel on sale. Massage oil, candles, and rose petals. She's trying to have people make triplets. I tell you what, I tell you. I tell you what, real little, you better watch out. You better watch out. Now I'm weak. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, I think you went muted. I thought it was me on my end. Can you guys hear me? Now I can hear you, yeah. Yep. That, that fire on ice got you excited. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear me? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Yes, sir. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Behind this one, and here we go. Westbrook yeah, to I the Jack. 
Hey, look, I'm going to leave it to y'all first before I get to this one. This might be some good news. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I'm ready. Hold on, hold on. All right. This is y'all. Go ahead. How you feel about this move from the Lakers? I got a lot to say, but go ahead. No, I mean, I, listen, I, I was hoping that I was able to come on because, like I told you, I wasn't feeling great all week. <laughs> I, was, I was hope when I saw I told you, man, I told you that the LA experiment was not going to work. Now, yes, that, did he accept this role and play better off the bench? Absolutely. Not here to debate that. But this is about you, Ryan Jones, because people <laughs> like you continue to enable Russell Westbrook. And in the last five years, I don't know if you're a wrestling fan like us, uh, Leo, but five times, five times, five times, five times, that man got traded. <laughs> five times, bro. Five times in the last five seasons that man been traded. He signed that deal, and he's been on five different teams. He's about to become a new Shaquille O'Neal. Playing with playing with the whole damn rainbow as far as the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of control, man. It's out of control. And once again, for a former MVP to get moved to get tossed around like salad is wild to me. It's wild. And there's, there's no other way to say it. I, and I, granted, to me, he don't need to go to the Clippers. Don't go to Miami. Because Kyle Lowry done. Kyle Lowry is done. Go down to Miami. Go go on the South Beach. I can show you where to go, Russ. Cause I, I I used to live out there, baby. Go get you some snappers. Go get you some. <laughs> go hit up South Beach, baby. <laughs> don't 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 go to the Clippers. Y'all y'all never y'all never will be the Lakers. Don't don't do it. Go down to South Beach. Go play. Wait go, a go, minute. Go play with Jimmy. Go play with Bam. You know they'll accept you down there because you play hard. Trust me. Just go to Miami. And you know, see see how your career folds out and retire Miami Heat. Because they'll take care of you down there. True. But go ahead, um, real live before I get into my comment. I mean, look, man, he getting past him all like a hot tamale, man. We know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it comes down to a lot of people, right? They talk about this Russell Westbrook debate debate, right? Like, is he the problem with the Lakers? Is he getting an unfair shake, an unfair deal? My thing when you talk about all that, like you can't blame one person. Like, first of all, the front office was dumb to even make that move and think it will fit. That's why I always say paper don't play. Like the players have to play and they have to gel. So they were stupid on their end. But it's like it comes down to adapting your game. That's their key to longevity is adaptation. Like, yo, your inability inability to chase or space the floor, like you can't shoot. Like you take, you know, crazy shots the shot selection is not there half the time and like you could do the things that you could do well but to be serviceable to others you have to adapt your game that's why i called Melo anthony was able to play a couple more years and some other plays that you know of that had to adapt the game right so he wasn't able to do that and that's why like him and the lakers just never could figure it out like even when frank vogel was a coach a lot of people was saying that oh they told him to come off the bench and he took that in stride no he didn't because when Frank Vogel did it last year, he said, I ain't coming off no bench. And he got railroaded. He got fired. So, Russell Westbrook, I think he's a character, man. Like, I like the guy. I like his heart. Like, he, I understand he wants to win. But, like, he he's stubborn in a way. Like, he's tied up mm. in his ego. And 
You can't be egotistic and not accomplish anything. That's not going to make sense. Like the guys that should have the Eagles or the guys that won chips, you have won nothing. And you played with superstars and all-stars and Hall of Famers. So you need to check that ego at the door. Otherwise, the check that you're going to be getting is from Nike because you're going to be working there. Woo! Wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Before you talk, wait, wait. Because my man, my man just preached. Where, where's my offering? I, 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 I got some offering here because my, my dog just preached. He just, he just gave you a sermon. He just gave you a sermon. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Jones. Go ahead. He just gave he just gave us a sermon, though. Go ahead. Woo! I feel like Skill Base right now. Skill Base does it. Skip! Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what Skip be doing it, right? So for me, you know, the, the best thing ever happened in Westwood career was going here. But check this out. I don't think the Jazz is going to keep him. I think the Jazz mm. are going to buy him out. And although you said the Clippers was going to not, not be a reasonable spot, did you see the moves that the Clippers did today? They got rid of John Ball. They got rid of got Reggie no Jackson. This move looks like it's straight up Westbrook light for that point guard. You know, they brought in a few shooters. For me, I say the Clippers are all in. Um, Tyron Lou probably saw that he was coachable when he came off the bench. Tyron Lou probably told him, now nah, you can start here. You know, if you got a healthy Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. And what they did was add shooters around the Clippers. So just in case if Westbrook couldn't shoot, that's the the, the um the smartness of Tyron Lue. I get Westbrook, he's athletic. If I put these shooters around, somebody gonna have to do something. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. Um but they, they, they also they said they, that they, they Chicago Bulls won't them. Huh? They traded your boy from Duke. Yeah, I don't know why they trade Luke Kennard. Yeah, Kennard, he can shoot, so I'm just like, I, I'm not. But I'm going to take, so the trade deadline is weird. Like, I'm bringing it up. Like, it's weird. Like, Memphis got a shooter with Bain. They got rid of some picks to get mm-hmm. um, the L.A. Clippers situation situated. Then I looked at the picks that the Lakers gave up for D'Angelo Russell. Then I looked at how back. they shipped it. Pastor Belly, huh? No, they got they got the picks right back in the, in the magic deal though. Right, right. They, right. they sent them to um sent Patrick Beverly that way. But when I look at this, like Danny A is on some level of uh Danny A smart. Danny A is like nobody wants to come to this small market in Utah. But what I can do is possibly assemble if I don't want to rebuild naturally, mm-hmm. I can possibly assemble. A championship team in one year, but after that, it may be done. But I think Danny ain't the type, like, hey, look, I'm in this for the long haul, and I'm gonna get all these rookie deals, rookie mm-hmm. contracts, be able to draft what I want to draft, and hopefully, we'll be contending. That, Westbrook in a great situation because he played well, he did good. Him and LeBron didn't fit, and at the end of the day, we all know Ralph Thoughts, LeBron has an all time lead score in the NBA, and Any team, even in year 25 or 26, going to do whatever it takes to keep LeBron. Not because just basketball, but because of the marketing, <laughs> ticket sales, and all that. So they're going to do whatever it takes to keep him. Will he stay there? I don't know. But they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure he's happy at the moment. And 
still at the moment, the Lakers not going to the championship. Oh. They're not coming out the West. Mm-mm. But they rather keep LeBron because LeBron sells tickets is gonna make him money. So Lakers are looking at it like we're not going to the championship. Do we make money with LeBron or Russ? You're gonna still make money with LeBron. But you're still not going nowhere. But you're still gonna make a lot of money, ticket sales. Now they made sure that like he broke the record with the Lakers. So like the whole scenario was on a level of why would we Hinder LeBron's legacy and just go ahead and try to figure a way if we can make it to the playoffs. I feel like Palenka did a good job. He did a great job, but Russ was not a fit. But am I going to say Russ don't still have it? No. I'm not going to still say Russ doesn't have it. Let, I'm let, just going to say go. he's going to go elsewhere. Huh? Let it go. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Let it man, go. Sorry. Man, yeah, I, yeah, think yeah, Russ, I think yeah. Russ – I think Russ – 15 points on the bench, trip, um, get a couple assists. If he plays right now with the L.A. Clippers as a starter, his average will go up. He'll probably average a triple-double because you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I really think he give you 20, 10, and a couple of rebounds. But when you're playing on LeBron, the problem with people understand with LeBron, LeBron's the number one option. LeBron gets what he wants. So, LeBron is going to touch the ball a lot. So the who, 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 Westbrook who, who, is not an off-ball player. That's why. Remember what you were saying? I mean, the rope. Remember what you were saying earlier about. Uh, <clears throat> remember what you were saying earlier about you wanted to see the Brooklyn connection with KD and Westbrook. Right. Like his stats will go up higher with certain people. KD's not trying to be an alpha with Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George already played with on Westbrook, but you put him with Kawhi, the athleticism, the shooters. We may see a different team. I'm just saying we'll see a different team. I think he fits better with the LA Clippers better than the Lakers. So who who would who would be the best player then on the Clippers if that was the case? You say it again? One more time, can he? Who, who would be the best player on the Clippers if you join them? Who would be the best player? I'm not saying the best player. I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. Kawhi still would be the best player going, for me. I'm going somewhere with this. So no, so okay, so you said Kawhi would be the best player. We, but we need somebody to have the ball and be the ISO guy. Kawhi, right? You think it's Kawhi Leonard? Uh, yeah. Right. So, yes, we agree. Ka- Kawhi, Kawhi would be the best player. Russ wouldn't think so. Russ, that's the problem. He comes in wherever he goes, and he says, I'm the guy, because mentally he feels, I can, I can still be the guy that jumps up over somebody, and you hear the announcer say, there are no words for how nasty Russell Westbrook, Westbrook is. Those days are long gone. He's, and he's still, he's still holding on to that. This this is this is over. This no, is it, over. Is, it is, it is, it is. It's over. It's not the same days. It's over, man. I forgot the part I was gonna say, but I'm glad you said it now. So check this out. <laughs> this is the next part I'm gonna say. Russell Westbrook, and this is where you really is in a really weird situation. Really, 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 really weird situation. You know, in life we go through weird situations, right? Mm-hmm. Russell that. Westbrook availability is not a problem, but his role on the team could be a problem. LeBron and AD can sit out all the time, be hurt, blah, blah, blah. Russell Westbrook still was there, available. But because when they come back, he can't fit in with them, he got to go. But yet you're depending on and risking everything with those guys, knowing they could be hurt next week. His his situation is like, okay, I'm hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm available. People don't like me. 
but when these guys come back, they look at me like I'm nobody. If that makes sense. No, I mean, look, to respond to that real quickly here, I think if we want to pinpoint the biggest issue with the Lakers prior to this deadline, it was, number one, it was Anthony Davis' availability. Now, we have to start off there. Like, that's your best player on the team. If your best player is not available and not playing basketball games, you will lose. Every time Anthony Davis is there and cooking up and going on a hot streak when he get, like, 30, 10, and, and 10, uh, 30, 10, whatever, right? They're winning games. It's equating to wins. But when he's not playing and he's hurting, he's on the bench and street clothes, they lose games. So I think even with Russell Westbrook, whether it was coming off the bench or whatever, they were winning games with Anthony Davis cooking up. So that's the main issue here. The Russell Westbrook situation, it just got Hollywood. But there's some truth to it, though. Yeah, it's not like all Russell Westbrook exempted. Like, he has his fair share. Like, you have to adapt right, again. Right, right, right. No doubt. I, I agree with that. I won't and say LeBron that. LeBron James, one more thing. LeBron James is out here chasing records, right? Congratulations to him because I'm not hating and him. Lost, and lost to OKC in the same But they time. lost to OKC and they stopped in the game and mid-game to celebrate. You know Kobe would have said, get your ass back in your seats. Michael Jordan would have said, get your ass back in the seats. I'm trying to make the playoffs. My main priority is winning the championship. Not this, you know, winky dick. Not <clears throat> winky dink, but, you know, it's an achievement. Yes. A historical yeah. individual achievement. But it's not a team achievement. Okay? I'm trying to win the basketball game. So what that means is that go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, 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 so I, I, I get it. I, I've heard, I've heard that take the last couple of days since this happened, right? Um, and I get that. I think mentally, yes, they would have been thinking. Me and Kobe and Mike would have been like, "Yo, da da da." We didn't say that earlier this season. Was it this season or last season when Steph Curry broke Reggie Miller's record? Was it last year? Or a couple years ago? Whatever that was. I can't remember. I can't remember. Did they stopped oh, the game. Anyway, but they, they, they <coughs> in New York in, Ma- in Madison Square Garden. They oh, wow. stopped the game and was like, "Here's the jerseys." But you- but see that that's that's a comparison or that. I right, so it's funny because New York been losing their game and their strikes because we was voting for the Eagles. You ain't hear the Eagles chance ahead of this Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, that, that that's, that's, been wild. that's wild to me. That's like wild. that's crazy. That's our rivals. So New York. I ain't gonna use New York as an example. We've been losing our no, strike. I'm, no, I, I, I feel you far as the fan. I'm saying, but the fact that they literally they stopped the game and was just like, well, I mean, New York is always, um, what's the word? They they've always welcomed a good performance. Like I remember when Kobe had 61 in the Garden. Like after he had 40, they were like they were cheering this man. That's like, another like, thing. Why everybody yeah. always scoring all these big numbers in the Garden? This like like I'm, I'm coming to well, the it's like, like we spoke. Kobe said it. He said 61, your fault. But people like Steph came in there, LeBron fault. came in there. Like, I'm yeah, I'm going to garden like having fun, like Even, destroying um, them guys. Yeah, I, I mean, but once again, people still want to play there. I don't know if they want to play there as a Nick, but they still want to play in that building. Gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha. I think that's just what it is. If it, it brings out the best out of people, because it's still by some people, at least from my era, it's still revered as the Mecca. Um and it's not about to say the championship, but it's just like, yo, this is where basketball right, was right. birth. Like, this is where, you know, whether it's from Patrick Ewing to Jerry Lucas to, you know, Wolf, you know, Clyde Frazier, Earl the Pearl, Willis Reed, Bernard King scoring 60. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's so many moments with so many legendary players that have come through there. So, of course, you want to add to that. Um, I'm just saying, it's just like, I, I understand. I, I think because of the timing, like, it was 10 seconds left. They could have played the 10 seconds and then did it during the, in between the third and fourth. I would have been okay with that. 
Um, but it basically became like a 20 minute ceremony. It was just like, you would have thought that it was a, 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 a Laker Hall of Fame or Ring of Honor um, moment. And it was because, I mean, once again, to see that in our lifetime, once again, I know people felt like that way 30, 38 years ago when they said, man, I don't know if anyone ever break Kareem's record. And now we're going to be saying that now, watching LeBron get this. Like, I don't know if there's anyone that can break um, this record from LeBron. So I think I, I got a guy oh, for you. Okay. Who, who do you think? Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know, I'm joking, right? You know, damn well, that was a joke. Wait, he, he, he might get 38 more points. He might get 38 more points, not 38,000, but he might get 38 more points, though. Nah, that boy needs 38,000 points to even think about doing that. But I think I think when you think about it, though, I just think that's the problem I have with the NBA. The NBA is just too pageantry for me. Like, it's not product-only based. Like, I understand you want the little, you know, the fashion and every other little nuanced thing to enhance your sport. But right. when you look at a sport like the NFL, it doesn't need all that. All that is not pumped through through a machine right. it's organic and i think the nfl the talent and the parody is what sells and everything else the drama any little drama is not pushed up to the media it's just organic and i think right. like i can never see this happening in a sport like the nfl where they stop the action for pageantries like i'm so, saying to myself i'm like yo why are they stopping this game like to me it didn't sit well with me but at the end of the day if you're the thunder that's why you play defense to stop a moment like that from happening. I mean, they they tried. They 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 there was. I mean, they tried. He just he just caught, he caught fire in the third. And once again, I hate to keep using your city, but it just it's just, once again, I'm from that era. I just get the, the memories keep coming up. Remember when Michael Strahan got the um got the 22 half, half sacks against Green Bay at at the, at the Meadowlands. They didn't stop the game, but I remember like I get it. Like when when you beat Bruce Smith, who was an all time great, <laughs> you know. Um, I think they gave a standing ovation for whatever seconds they moved on. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. <laughs> Everybody knows the record is broken, and um, show it on the clipboard. Da da da. You know, that's it. Play basketball. It's the third quarter. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm gonna let you guys handle these two topics before I get into one of the topics. So. the NBA trade deadline. Basically, I want you guys to tell me something that was interesting to you in the trade deadline. So I'm going to start with you, Hollywood, Ray. Uh, so some interesting moves. So, um, I mean, I already said it when, when Leo came on, but I, I like the Josh Hart move to New York. Um, I know Leo and Knicks fans are like are looking for that splash, that home run, um, as you mentioned. But championship teams are not built overnight and – Playoff contenders alone are not built overnight. So I think that that's a good move in the right direction. They already got some other young talent there, like Emmanuel Quickly and Jericho Sims and obviously RJ Barrett. So there, there's some pieces there that could be at least a playoff contender uh, for some years to come. But obviously, you have to keep climbing in order to be really seen as uh, the championship guys. But I think about that deal. I think about um, it wasn't a sexy move, but I like what my Celtics did with getting Mike Muscala. Um, someone like <coughs> big uh, for Allen Rob when they're out, so I, I like that move by them. Um, I thought that uh, the Lakers actually had a good good day as well. Uh, it kind of felt like 2018 all over again, like when they had mm. that big overhaul in Cleveland, and you know those type of players came over and it propelled them on a run. Now 
Braun was five years younger, so you know he, he still had a lot left in the tank. Not that he doesn't now, but it's just like the West is definitely too, uh, too too stacked. Um, for in, in, in my opinion, um, one guy we didn't talk about either, and um, I'll let Lil go. Um, Bones Highland going to the Clippers. I really like that move for for LA. Uh, he's definitely a wild card. He can shoot you into games. He can shoot you out. Um, kind of like a modern day J.R. Smith. So it's, it's, it's uh, you know, I think that's, you know, very fitting, uh, fitting comparison. But yeah, those are some moves that come to mind. I know there was others that I can't think of right now, but those are the ones that kind of stand out to me. Um, and like I said, it was, it was a busy day, but like I said, very, very busy day, very fun day. Um, yeah, but those are a few, a few moves that came to mind. What you got here, Real Lil? I mean, there was a lot of moves. And, you know, I think Ray did a good job of highlighting most of them. You know, I don't think there's a pinpoint move that I can just, you know, really dive into that we really didn't talk about already that was, like, impactful. Um, Obviously, we know the Kevin Durant trade. We know the Kevin Durant trade and all the other trades, whether it's big trades or small trades or Josh Hart, whatever. But I think if I had a big takeaway – I'm going to reflect back to John Moran's comments about I'm good in the Western. <laughs> you know, the thing I don't like about that Grizzlies team, and I think Josh's right, they all hate it, and there's a reason why. There's a backstory why. We didn't just wake up and say, I'm going to hate the Grizzlies today because we love those Zach Randolph days, right? Um, we love those days of Marcus All. We, we, we respected that they was the most talented roster, but they paid, played hard and well together, and they won a playoff series against the Spurs, right, that they wasn't supposed to win. So we don't hate them. We didn't wake up hating them. But there's a reason why. It's the way how y'all carry yourselves. Y'all carry yourselves like y'all won something, like y'all all the Golden State Warriors. If anybody right. should be cocky and saying, I'm good in the Western Conference, it's the Warriors. But now, ever since that comment, they've been like a roller coaster. Then you get trades of Kyrie Irving going to the Western Conference. Now he's in your conference. Now Kevin Durant is in your conference. And they're not on the same team. They're on different teams. Okay? So you talk about all the firepower they have now on that side. No, John Morant, you're not good in the Western Conference. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Trade deadline was interesting to me because the Clippers win. And shop everybody, Luke Kennard, Tracy Jackson. I would have never thought they would have shopped those players. All for me to say, they're trying to get a big piece in the John Wall, send them back to Houston. Probably get bought out, but like you just, it's the, the principle like you sent John Wall back. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and all, all, this guy, he, all that shit he was talking on the podcast, too. Terrible. Right. For him Terrible. to say, this show is all Westbrook show. I hate it. We hate it, love it. This got Westbrook all over it. But raw thoughts. Um, the last but not least topic here. LeBron with greatness. I forgot, and I got some raw thoughts. I'm going to really say I'm gonna dive into it so I can't other topic short. But guess what? I got some stuff to say on this one. Real Lil, you start with it. So the question is about LeBron James' greatness. By him breaking the record, and that's it. I mean, I think for me, LeBron James, 
definitely is top five all time. You know, I think anybody that don't have him in the top five, I mean, what are we doing here? Um, that's never the question. It shouldn't be the question. Um, I think the question is, is he the greatest of all time? Me, personally, I'm still going Jordan. But I think, you know, that Kareem, LeBron, James debate can be a toss-up depending on how you look at it, depending on what era you were born in. Because we have to realize when we actually live something and we live LeBron James and we live, you know, seeing Steph Curry play, we're going to tailor to that era because we lived it. I can't go on YouTube and watch highlights of Will Chamberlain and say, I know Will Chamberlain. I don't know him. I didn't see him live. Okay, I didn't live the experience. So the only thing I'm watching is YouTube videos. So you have a lot of millennials who's out here ranking lists. I'm like, well, what are you ranking? You was not here. Okay, like all you do is going on YouTube and ranking guys, and then you obviously you live in the LeBron James ever, so you're going to pick him to be the GOAT. I think Jordan is the GOAT. But I will say this about LeBron James, and I know I've criticized him in the past as far as stacking the deck, you know, the super team, you know, blase, blase. And I never liked that. I'm a guy that I like the challenge. I embrace challenges in my life, right? Um, I love to do things the hard way. I love the game of life on all Madden. But you, you talk about LeBron James and um, stacking the deck. At least he won everywhere he went. And when you talk about Kevin Durant trying to take his blueprint, he's failing. Brooklyn was a terrible experiment. So at least with LeBron and we want to come at his super team, which we should, like, you know, to some capacity, at least he won in Cleveland. At least he went to Miami and won. At least he came to the Lakers and won. So um, his greatness is he's a top three player of all time. You could argue two. Some people may argue one. And um, that's his that's his greatness right there. It's LeBron James, the longevity. Nobody's going to beat him out in longevity. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll leave that that. Go ahead, Ray. Yeah, um, tw- I mean, listen, tw- 20 years, 20 years down, um, you know, we don't know how many left to go, but, you know, Leo said top five. I'm even going with top three. I mean, that, that's just really semantics at that moment. But uh, to be 18 years old, to come in with really the weight of, your, the, weight of the world on your shoulder, uh, you've been on Sports Illustrated on a cover when you was 15, 16 years old. Uh, they had games on, on TV against you against Oak Hill with a young Carmelo Anthony. And spotlight, he's been in the spotlight for over 20 years. The dude is just special. And once again, do I like that he complained at times and bitched and moan about stuff? No, I don't. I thought that was a temper tantrum we threw a few weeks ago. Um, that part, oh, that, 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 that part that of him, yeah, that, that part of him I can't stand. Did you work that game? No, I wasn't there, but I, oh, I, I, I got some text about that. I was like, yo, da, da. and yeah, so the temper tantrum side of him I can't get with, but um, as someone who lived in Miami when he was at on the Heat, that's the best player I've ever seen. Mm. The stuff he was doing in Miami, jumping over people, around people, shooting from the parking lot, like it was, it was, it was un, it was unreal to see him and D Wade and Boston and them boys play together for for those for those few seasons. Um, and like I said, Lil said it best. He's won everywhere he's been. <laughs> Um, Cleveland was dormant before he got there, right? The days of Brad Doherty, Mark Price, Larry Nett Sr., um, even our era, Terrell Brandon, uh, Brevin Knight, 
Stranger Landon, uh, number one former year Duke great there, right? Uh, that's right. Big, that's right. Big, big, big Junior's or before before the injuries came to the Junior's or So a lot of those, a lot of that era, a lot of those guys had came and went, and those golden days of them making the conference finals and making them being a perennial contender were over. And so you know you had guys like Boozer and and um, Ricky Davis, who I, I love Ricky Davis, right? Um, you know, they really didn't think that he would come in and have the impact that he was going to have. And from day one, he was their best player. From day one, he was box office. And once again, he's carried the NBA and been the face of the NBA for well over a decade. Um, and I put it like this. I use wrestling terms, and I'll, I'll end it with this. Jordan is Hulk Hogan, right? Jordan is Hulk Hogan. Um we was like, man, you know, he is – every child loved him. Everybody was like, man, I want to be like Hulk Hogan. I'm going to say my pretty my body is like, oh, I want to be like Mike. LeBron is John Cena. Like, <laughs> whatever whatever Hogan did, he did. It's like people take LeBron, and LeBron think he went – took, took it up just a little bit. Who's Stone Cold? Yeah, maybe that. But I feel like the only reason why I say Cena because Cena's run was longer, but yes – <laughs> that that's that's that might be more that might be more accurate, but yeah, like I just think to me, what we've seen for him, we probably won't see again, and we need we're gonna miss him when he's gone, and congratulations to him for this wonderful wonderful accomplishment, uh, thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty eight points. And once again, there's nothing to sneeze at, um, and you look at that list. I mean, it's him, Carl. I mean, yeah, him then Kareem. You know, Carl Malone, Mike, Kobe, um, Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> um, Dirk Nowitzki, Shaq, and then uh, I think Akeem Olajuwon, if I'm mistaken. So it's amazing to be in that list and to be in that company. Um, but once again, we won't, have, we won't ever see this again. And, you know, he's a special talent, special human being. And um, glad to see glad to see his whole career in front of our eyes. Man, man, man. You said a lot. Y'all guys said a lot, which was – it was raw thoughts, but I'm going to tell you something I posted the other day mm-hmm. before I get into this. LeBron James are, was already considered a talented player before he entered the NBA, and he would continue to be there after his career ends. He was also offered a $90 million contract before playing in the NBA, proving that people knew he was going to be a popular and mm-hmm. highly talked about player regardless of positive or negative attention. And the NBA, all attention is available. I mean, it's valuable. All attention is valuable is what I meant to say. reason why I'm saying it is because it's a lot of people who played in the NBA before he got there already had a hater rate on their chest because they never got a $90 million contract before they entered the NBA. So you got people who played for 10, 15 years, and you got this young kid come in and takes over. LeBron James is phenomenal. LeBron James is, like you said, Ray, will probably go down as one of the best players ever. Well, take it, but he will. And his his the things he's done is going to be hard to repeat outside of scoring. Because I look at, and I hate this conversation when people say he whine, he cry. LeBron James, 6'8", 270 and plus. But LeBron James can play all five positions. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is in a weird situation where he can go to a lot of teams and play. This is why teams like him. 
because he go play multiple positions. When I look at Michael Jordan, I told somebody this the other day, raw thoughts. Michael Jordan got lucky. When I say got lucky, not outside championships. I look at the way the GM drafted. Nobody knew Scottie Pippen was going to be that good. Michael Jordan played with Phil, I mean, coach on the field, Jackson. But you got B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr, Ryan Harper. These guys were great role players to play in the triangle system. So what I'm saying is it's not about Jordan. Bad. It's more like they put role players to help in certain situations. Michael Jordan had to get 20 assists or 10 assists. Michael Jordan had to get 10 rebounds. So you got a player that has multiple – he has to play multiple positions. It means different. Kobe, Shaq won championships with him. Mark, Paul Gasol won championships with him. Metal World Peace won championships with him. Red Fox, whoever. Somebody, they always had role players in there. LeBron had Kyrie Irving. The Miami years, you know, you had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Outside of that – you know, when he went back to Miami, when he went back to Cleveland and won, like, that became something different because he said he played five positions. And Kyrie Irving won a championship with Golden State. But the first year, they weren't healthy. So, like, most of the players, what I'm saying is, the Bulls teams were lucky because, when I say lucky, not because just Jordan. Jordan was absolutely phenomenal. I'm not talking about Jordan. What I'm saying is that drafting was lucky. They, they got lucky and drafted with. Nobody knew Scotty Pippen was going to be that that good as what he was. Who's a, a top 10 pick, though? Huh? Who's a top 10 pick? I mean, I know he's a top 10 pick, but I'm saying, like, when people say, LeBron, I'm going to, like, LeBron had to go this team, had to go that team. If you're a top 10 pick for what you're saying, like, it, it, it's logic, like, this kid must be good. When Golden State was good, before KD went to that team, they were drafted. So, like, GMs had a, a big part in drafting. And people say, you ain't had to go that team. I mean, you can't help where you got drafted at. You know, the team's what it is. I, I think for me, right, when you talk about LeBron James, I never had a problem with him leaving Cleveland. I'm talking about the first move that he ever made to go to Miami. I never had a problem with him leaving Cleveland. I actually think it was warranted to leave Cleveland, right? You talk They about have the nothing there. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. But it's where he went is where – I took the most issue with, and I'm not. So my name, I ain't mean to So you saying like him going to Miami with players that can help him win the championship? Like I already won a championship. Like Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade did, did, did. Yeah. You know, Chris uh, Bosh came down too, though. Yeah, Chris Bosh came around too. So you know, no matter how people want to slice it and dice it, they were talented. They were a big three that had you know some people that came off the bench. I remember there was one series where. I think it was Miller, Mike Miller, something like that, that was going off with crazy amounts of threes in the playoffs. In, in, in the finals. Yeah, in the what's finals. It, exactly. What's his first name? Mike Miller. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. So, you know, I never had a problem with him, like, leaving. It's just where he went. I thought, like, you could have helped that Bulls team go over the top, but I understand why you won't go there because you had Michael Jordan there. You trying to eclipse Michael Jordan. So I understand it from that perspective, from the optics perspective, but – that was a good team with Derrick Rose and, you know, Todd Thibodeau. You know how I feel about him. Or if you don't know, I think he's hit or miss. But they were still a talented team that you could have put them over the top. And now we're yeah, not yeah. questioning, you know, um, you and trying to stack the deck. Like, that means more. The obstacles that you overcome to be great means more than having an easy way out. And that's just how I look at it. Like, we live in a society that may accept anything. 
<coughs> so you may say, right. Lil, that really don't matter. We're going to look at the rings that you have on your fingers at the end of the day. That's cool. That's the majority of the people. That's what's wrong with society. We take anything. Anytime, we'll forget about any bad thing you do as long as you do one good thing. No, like, I'm a type of person, I respect the hustle and the grind. I respect the fact that a guy like Kobe Bryant lost Shaquille O'Neal but still won two chips with Paul Gasol. And I'm not trying to say Paul Gasol is a, a I'm about stop, to say Paul, but, he, you know, he was a fit. He was fit in Paul the triangle. Gasol, you line up Paul Gasol alongside Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade. I mean, come on, like, it's no question. Yeah. So I respect that more, but at the same time, I'm not taking anything away from LeBron James. He's great in his own way. Everybody got greatness in their own way. Like, a lot of people, they love Jordan's killer mentality, Kobe Bryant's killer mentality. LeBron James was the ultimate teammate as far as on the court. Now, on the court, I mean, off the court, maybe you can question it with his movement. But on the court, we cannot question his um ability to make the extra pass and help his teammates win. And so we got to respect how the game is being played in different and ways. I think like when people look at him make the extra pass, <laughs> we look at Kobe and Jordan in moments like that. They're like people, the fans or people always like he should took that shot, he took that shot. You know, it's just things that LeBron gives me more like magic and the best available shot. Like Jordan and them and Kobe not taking certain shots, they're not passing up. And it's not a knock against them. That's good. Like that's how they work. I think people always try to compare the two styles of basketball. Like LeBron is not that style of basketball. LeBron's has been placed because he came into the league with a lot of money and people felt like he was the next one. He was the chosen one. You know, Jordan and Kobe came in with the gritty attitude in a good way. You know, they, they, they're competitors, man. And I just hate – my thing is, Raw Thoughts, I hate when people compare those two. Like, you comparing Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. Like, that's not a comparison because they really are different players. And you hate the fact that people, I guess, because the face of the league is still LeBron James to say mm-hmm. – and people still like to use that as like, you ain't better than Jordan, you ain't better than Kobe. Yeah, yeah, the styles are just different. Like it's it's different. And I hate that they put him in that realm because it's not LeBron putting himself in that realm. It's the people put him in the same realm. Go ahead. Um yeah, but this this is the thing. There was a time when this man made eight straight finals. Eight straight. True, true. True. We, we got a Celtics fan here. We got a Knicks fan here. We got Lakers fan here. It's been hard. I mean, obviously, Boston just made the finals last year. It was 12 years that we didn't make it. And sometimes we lost to LeBron. It's hard to get back there time after time after time after time. And that's why I use the John Cena reference. Like, this, he, he constantly got put over. And, but he found a way. He carried. The only, the only thing there is, though, like yeah. the NBA Finals is like the WrestleManias. John Cena won the WrestleManias, bro. He really <laughs> <laughs> true. No, that that's no, that that's that's fair. But it's, it's 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 but still having the pressure on you to be like, yo, I'm the main event guy, year in, year out. Like year in year, I'm the main event guy. And whatever's happening runs through me. So whether I beat you or you beat me, like everyone's going to be forever remembering that I was the main event person. And once again, like you brought up when he left Cleveland the first time. Yeah, this should be, I mean, listen. People Y'all were, ran him out of there. Boston, yeah, Paul Pierce. Right, but people were tripping about the um, 
the Boys and Girls Club thing, which raised money for the Boys and Girls Club too. Like it wasn't like, you know, it, oh, because I'm taking my challenge to South Beach, but it's like, yo, people forget they had a deal in place. It was going to be, and it's funny because Phoenix is, was involved in this too. They was going to trade Amari Stoudemire to to Cleveland for J.J. Hickson, and Dale, Dan Gerber said, I can't let go of J.J. Hickson. Oh, wow. For Amari Stoudemire at that time, 2008. And once again, because he put y'all back on the map on too, man. People, people love that. Oh, Carmelo, no. Amari and Raymond Felton. Put New York back on the map for 2010, but that's another conversation for another day. I got a question for you, though. Yep. Mars Thomas should have made behind the scenes itself some situation. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go I ahead. got a question. This is my last question. I got to roll up out of here soon. But I would say this. What if LeBron James went to the Knicks and delivered the Knicks a championship? Or we even have another discussion about his greatness from a top number one perspective? Because I think that's what I'm saying. When you overcome obstacles and you win – like that stands out more. So I, I would right. say the Knicks that hasn't been relevant, unfortunately, me being a Knicks fan since I've been born. If LeBron James went there and took that team to a chip and won it and won two, like I think we have to say he's greater than Jordan because he did something that was never been done. Like, I mean, that I, I think, yeah, I, I think that's valid. I think, like, say, say, okay, I know, uh, the last, the best team in the last ten years, so probably was the twenty thirteen Knicks team, right? Because they beat the Celtics, they had a chance to, um, and then they lost to the Pacers in the second yep, round. That was, that was that was the best team, right? Yeah. Well, John Wall has been notified by the Houston Rockets that he'll be waived, positioning him to be the top mid season, one of the top mid season free agents. Let you know. Okay. Please. I mean, okay, great. I mean. <laughs> He's he's not he's not he's not what he wants. What? Sorry, I'm I'm not a I'm not a John. Listen, I, I, let me let me let me preface this before I answer the question again. <clears throat> John Wall had the best high school mixtape I've ever seen, ever. That is right. Like unreal, unreal. Shout out to my boy Warren. That somebody tell you, he was like, boy, this dude up next. It was unreal what I seen him do in Raleigh. Crazy. Um, I just thought he talked so much when he got to the league and he thought that he was better than most. And I'm like, yo, you're a poor man's Westbrook. And that's saying a lot for someone who's not a Westbrook guy either. You're a former Westbrook in my opinion, but that's nothing really. But anyway, that's back to the minority. I like Wall in his prime. Like Russell in his prime, I, a lot of people was Russell. But me, I, I like Wall. Like I love the fact that, I don't know, I just love Wall. I thought, you know, when the when the Wizards was able to make the playoffs with him and mm-hmm. Bill, like that Wall was just different to me. It's just a preference of styles. Yeah, no, for for, for sure. Um, But no, I, I want to go back to answer your question. I know you so you got you to get out of here soon. So, um, yeah, had they won in 2013 if Brown was in New York as opposed to Miami? Yeah, because at that time, it, it <coughs> years. Um, could have did that, leave New York, and then went to Cleveland a few years later, and not only you win the first championship in New York in 40 years, then you go to Cleveland and win the first one ever in, in franchise history? Oh, yeah, they would have been like, look, he, is, he has become the savior wherever he's been. He's the guy. If you want to win, you got to get LeBron James on your team. Um, I think some people still think that, but it, it would have been an overwhelming uh, narrative if he had done that. Um, hell, even if he went to New York right now and they made the conference finals, <laughs> I think people would put him above Jordan for getting the Knicks to the conference finals um, at 38. Right, right, right. So yeah. that being said, I'm going to go to the next topic. Draft, draft them, Bronny. Draft, draft New, York, New York Knicks. Draft Bronny. 
because Braun could come up there and get y'all to the conference finals at the least. <laughs> and whatever you say, we about to end this show. But I'm going to give these guys what I call, because I know they haven't been thinking about it, but you know it on every show I do in the show, the Raw Thought Minute. So, real Lil, I'm going to let you go. Your Raw Thought Minute on any sports topic in sports. You got a minute. I'm going to stay with LeBron James here, man. I think when LeBron James came out a couple days ago and he said he wanted to go to, to Starbucks and have his name printed on a cup and be a normal individual, I would just say it like this. You can't have it both ways as an athlete. You know, um, Kami Brown was right when he talked about his career and LeBron James' career and how he's able to go off and nobody know who he is. That's the perks of being a bus. And LeBron James is the perks of being somebody that <clears throat> – you're not going to have any privacy. You're married into the media paparazzi for the rest of your life. You, your son, Ronnie, all that. So I think if you're LeBron James, um, you could wish all you want, but you are who you are. and You have to embrace that. You know, people like Kyrie Irving, they want to be individuals that, you know, balance two lives. You know, the life of spirituality, the life of being a basketball player. When you're in a hierarchy position in life, you can't do both, unfortunately. Because right. work is always going to get in the way. Kyrie Irving wants to call out from work. Like, I want to call out from work tomorrow. But at the end of the day, he can't do that because he's Kyrie Irving playing basketball. So when you reach to a certain echelon in life, and this is just a lesson, just know that chances are you're going to move and lose touch with reality in some capacity. Because while there's wars going on and people dying and all the stuff that's going on, you're playing basketball because your job is to shut up and dribble, literally. Shut up and dribble. Play football. Play right. basketball. So that's what you choose when you sign up to be an athlete as well. Go ahead, real Lil. One minute. Uh, oh, again? Uh, okay. Well, the next. I may one- say. I may say. Excuse me. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> Hollywood Ray, my bad. He said, "Okay, I'm, I'm, let me go." That's my brother. We don't look alike though. Prime time. Damn no. <laughs> no. Um. Sun Sunday. Um. You know we we've seen Doug Williams. We've seen. Uh, uh, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. Well, Michael Vick didn't make the Super Bowl, but uh, Donovan McNabb. Um, you know, some other guys that come to mind uh, that have been Warren Moon, uh, guys that have been black quarterbacks in this league and been successful. Um, and I think it's really special uh, that and for the first time ever in history that we get to see two opposing quarterbacks be of African-American descent uh, to lead their teams. Coming from, you know, growing up, you know, oh, can't be a black quarterback. And once again, I enjoyed watching guys like Aaron Brooks. I enjoyed watching McNabb and Vic and Steve McNair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even at, you know, my local Patriot fans, y'all remember Michael Bishop? Like we that that's you we looked at Dante Culpepper. We looked at those guys like, oh, like maybe we could be those guys one day as well. So um hopefully this serves as inspiration to young African American quarterbacks that want to play that position. It's like, look, you can get to this level. Once again, you may not be as successful as, um, you know, the two guys that's playing Sunday, but you can get there. You can make money. You can feed your family, and you can be an inspiration, uh, not just to those in your locker room, but to everyone around the world. So, congrats to Jalen Hurts. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes on making history, and you know, wish them nothing but the best going into Sunday's game. Man, I do. I wish them the same, but um, my raw thoughts is gonna be a little different. Um, <coughs> it's gonna probably throw you guys for a loop. Tom Brady waiting for the 49ers to give him a call. He said he don't want to be a conversation in 2024, 
He's waiting for the 49ers to give him a call. Tom Brady wants to win a Super Bowl before he leaves, but he's saying he's retired. But the 49ers make the call, regardless of how old or whatever it is. A lot of weapons, a lot of things. He's from the Bay Area. We would love to have Aaron Rodgers, but I think Tom Brady said, you know what? I'm going to see if they make the call. I'm not saying they're going to make it, but if they do, Tom Brady will lead the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl this season. All the script, the writing is what Arian Foster said. The script will be written, baby. The 49ers will win the Super Bowl. He's drunk. That's what Arian Foster said, baby. He said the script written, baby. If Chiefs win the Super Bowl again, then I know this is script. Yeah. So, facts. Mm-hmm. But that's my minute. So, um, you guys plug yourself in. Everybody get off the show. I appreciate you guys being on the Raw Mind Sports Show. Absolutely, man. I seen y'all, you know, I was watching the video. I see y'all having fun. I'm like, man, I ain't doing nothing right now at this point in time. So, let me hop on. It's always a pleasure to be on here. You can follow me on YouTube, Real Lil TV. My podcast is called It's Not 1999 Anymore, a.k.a. 99Pod for short. And you can plug that in on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. And, yeah, man, I'll be around, man, like Tupac. I get around, I'll be around. It's like, <laughs> it's like what's up? Love how you're doing. <laughs> I was banging, you heard it, I was banging. No, I had to get it. That's my favorite Tupac song. But, um, yeah, like but like Lil said, man, it, it is always a pleasure to be on here. Um, we've been at this for about two years now, becoming yeah, on. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. Um, once again, great audience, great show, always great topics. Uh, so it's always fun. Uh, to my to my guy Raylan, our guy Danny. Um, we hope to see you next year at the Super Bowl, and we covering it alongside with y'all and doing, doing shows. So like ninety nine Park could be down there. That's my sports. So missing a point could be down there. Uh, you know, raw monsters to be out there. So, you know, there's enough, there's enough room for everyone to eat. Um, so I believe that all of our time is coming. Uh, you can find me, like I said, that's my sports. So uh, it's, it's underscore TMS podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're on every, every major streaming platform as well. You can also find me on missing the point. I'm on Twitter as, as uh, MTP underscore pod. And that also was on any other, in any, uh, any other major uh, streaming platform. So, yeah, uh, support support everyone that's here on the show in front of you that you're listening to right now, because um, we got more great we got more great content for you on the way. So just stay tuned. Support new media, y'all, and we yes, definitely sir. got to do something, Ray. We got to we got to link up, man. Do yeah, a we, do. we do, yes, sir. With that being said, raw mind, raw thoughts is out.